It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. everybody are they're off celebrating it's too early to be celebrating uh not for not for our audience they, uh, oh they like to have a good time okay well happy new year to everyone yes almost not quite it comes tonight yeah yes so if you are going to be celebrating please celebrate sober please do it, do it wisely Please be careful while you're celebrating. Celebrate wisely. Use your common sense. <laughs> like the knights in the Indiana Jones movie. You have chosen wisely. There you go. There you go. Yes. What a great scene that is. Um, I, I and have they even no have, They even have wine cups is what they're talking about there. So oh, Really? And, yeah. It's very fitting. It's very poignant to the topic. Oh, well, it is New Year's Eve, and you and I are here. Yes, we are. Um, I noticed there was nobody over at the Pilot News this morning. Uh, I think the office is closed today. <laughs> um, although our county offices are op- are open and running, because I did attend online the county commissioner's meeting this morning. It They conduct, uh, you know, the final meeting of the year to make sure they get everything all, you know, in a row, everything's ready to go, that kind of stuff. Um, so I did do that this morning, and those people are all over there. But the county offices will be closed on Monday for the New Year's holiday. Oh. So my Monday meeting is now Tuesday. That'll be fun. So that makes a little change here. I'll actually be on the show on Monday, but yes. I won't be on the show on Tuesday. No, you won't. So. Oh, that reminds me. I gotta talk to somebody. Yeah, that's one kind of reason. Yeah, why I thought I might bring it up. Yeah, because you knew I'd forget. Thank you. <laughs> How long have I been here? How long have we been we've been working together? Uh, yeah. You've realized oh, uh, that. Oh, I all you, rusty. You've realized that if I don't do something the minute that I tell you, I'm not, I'm just gonna for, or that you tell me, I'm just gonna forget it. So I that see Jim always gets upset because he'll come in here and ask me to do something. I'll just drop everything I'm doing and do it. He's like, no, I didn't mean. It. And I'm like, Jim, if I don't do it right now, I'm gonna forget. So I I would prefer to have it done rather than you come back in a couple of days and say, Hey, did you? Eh. No, um, I, I, I totally forgot. Yeah, I didn't do that. Sorry. Yeah. So. Yeah, that happens. I may just do that while you go ahead and talk. I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I almost sent Fred a text just to say, "Hey, yeah. guess what? My Monday meeting is Tuesday." Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, he's so. probably listening, so he knows by now that we're going to ask him to switch over to Tuesday. So. Yeah. So, other than that, um. Preparing, going to go out for dinner tonight with some friends, and then come home and have a quiet evening at home. Maybe, you know, maybe, oh, I don't want to say a little bit of celebrating. Maybe some snackies, watch a little 
TV, you know, New Year's Rockin' Eve or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. I saw this morning, I, you know, I'm more the Dick Clark type, you know, and yeah. I know Dick Clark's no longer here. But um, Molly Cyrus, and you know, I'm not sure that I could handle Molly Cyrus yeah. for New Year's Eve. Um, She's kind of harsh. <laughs> She's harsh. Oh yes, and her voice is kind of harsh too. You know? uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. She's uh, she's getting old. Uh yeah, that's true. So, we'll watch a little TV and we'll have a little snacky poos. Let's see. My my contribution tonight is uh cocktail shrimp. Fruit okay. tray with yeah. fruit dip. Obviously, you have to have the fruit dip. Um, cocktail weenies, which are Smoky Links, little smoke. Used to be back in the day, you had to actually buy Smoky Links and cut them up. Now you can buy them already oh, in the yeah. little pieces. Smoky Links with apricot baby food and brown sugar. Now, Katie made them in South Carolina, and they used barbecue sauce. And Jim, Jim said just yesterday or the day before... Katie's weenies weren't the same as ours. I said, nope, she doesn't do them the same way. So, How do you get that much baby food? Oh, it, it's not. You don't have to get that much because the moisture out of the weenies adds to it. So oh. um, I, I did. I bought two packages because I figure, you know, it's tonight and then tomorrow eating too. Right. Um, so I bought two packages, good-sized packages of the weenies, and I bought two... Uh, con- baby food comes differently. It doesn't come so much in a jar anymore. It comes in a little plastic, and there's doubles. So there's so I have four little plastic, and I'll dump those in, and then I'll put the brown sugar on top of it, and then I'll let them simmer in there for a good hour or so, um, and there'll be plenty of juice in there to give them some flavor. So, okay. How, how, many, how many wings do you normally put in there? Usually as many as I can get. Okay. See, I, <laughs> they seem to like the weenies. Yeah, we, f- um, we fill a crock pot yeah. and then, uh, bathe it in an entire crock pot full of barbecue sauce and grape jelly. So. Oh, I use I use ketchup and grape jelly on my meatballs. Okay. But that those are Grandma Winky recipes. Okay. <laughs> so well. that's that's the way I do it. And so, yep. But now Katie did use the barbecue sauce yeah. and the grape jelly on her meatballs. But yeah. I don't like the barbecue sauce. I like the ketchup a little milder. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a boring person, people. I am. No, you're not. I know what you're going to be doing. You're going to bite. Okay, I'm going to give it this. The over-under on this, as you know, because we take bets on this every year, is that by 10 o'clock you'll be uh, – you'll have a uh, – You'll have a bottle of champagne in your hand. You'll be swinging from the chandelier, singing, uh, singing uh, uh, old. Oh no, you'd be singing like heavy metal songs. <laughs> oh yes, like uh, 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 Motorhead. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Just like Lemmy. First know. off, I don't like champagne. See, I don't either. So I, I yeah, and I maybe it's just it. because I've always had cheap champagne, but I I'm not a champagne drinker. I can drink Asti. Because it's a little sweeter. Asti but, Spumante yeah, or whatever, cause, yes. Because uh, champagne's just too bitter for me or whatever. Yeah, it just doesn't taste good. Now, I, and I've never had, so I've never had a mimosa. 
We had those for Christmas Day. And and how was yeah. it? Well, you it could drink good, those. But we used Oste. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I may I did have the, I do have the fixing so I can fix myself a fuzzy navel. Well, there you go. <laughs> and the, there's no chandeliers that I will be swinging from. One fuzzy navel and you are <laughs> off. You'll be you'll be you'll be running through town honking your horn yeah. going, with half my clothes on. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what's going <laughs> to yeah. happen with uh, exactly. with one fuzzy navel. Well, um, I hope not. I, I, I think <laughs> things. I honestly think by ten or ten thirty, I will probably be asleep. Man, probably. So, you know, that's uh, Crystal said. Uh, you know, it's like the older you get, the less you want to do it. And I said, "Yeah, Crystal, that's the truth." Wow. But I said, "At your age, honey, you should be going out to a party and drinking and dancing and with friends." And she goes, "No, I don't want to do that." I I think I know how old she is. I have to say, when I was her age, I I never saw a New Year's Day because I actually never so- saw the the first week of the year was just a, for about a twelve thirteen. 25 year span there uh yeah first week of the year is just gone I, I, what'd you do last tuesday uh don't remember uh sorry i had to think last night and i mean i was racking my brain what did i have for lunch yesterday you know, oh i'm God, like racking gotten, my brain you've gotten there what what was it what did i eat and it wasn't like yesterday it was like last night i was thinking to myself what did i have for lunch today <laughs> and uh, I finally remembered that I'd had a baked potato from Wendy's, but see, I, and it took me forever to remember that. I, I understand that. <laughs> the one I don't understand, the one that, you know, I shouldn't say what I think. When somebody tells me, oh, I just forgot to eat. It's like, how do you yeah, forget I, to I'm eat? Like, you know, I have forgot my children's names. <laughs> Where I live. You haven't forgotten them. You just call them by the wrong one. Where I live, <laughs> who my parents are, but I have never forgotten to eat. That is not something <laughs> that's ever happened. And so you got to be yeah. a special kind of whatever to forget to eat. That's in a realm that I don't, I don't even you get. You know, that's kind of my problem is I'm, all, I'm like, oh, it's 12 o'clock. Time <laughs> to have lunch. Not that I'm hungry or anything. My brain has just been trained oh, to yeah. say, oh, yeah. it's noon. You need to eat. Rather, I just ate something, you know, an hour ago or it hadn't been since the night before. It's like, oh, 12 o'clock, time to eat. What does it mean when you feel like any time is a time to eat? Because <laughs> that's the way my brain has been formulated. You know what I've found, though, and I know you, you say the same thing, is that you know, I'm I'm kind of think I'm becoming a cow. Yes, because uh, I, I am. craze. Yes. I don't ever I don't ever want to sit down and eat like a a big I, meal. I can't yeah. finish a meal that I get in a restaurant anymore. I, I have yes. to take some home every yes. time <laughs> because for some, I will eat all day long, but it's a handful here, a spoon there. I mean, it's not ever sitting down and and actually eating. I. As long as you can control the amount, yeah. that is better for you because then you don't have your blood sugar dips, you know. You're yeah. you're grazing so you're getting a little something every yeah. so often, but I, that's we've I've come to the fact that 
we if we go out for breakfast and I have an omelet and it comes with an omelet and potatoes oh, yeah. and toast, yeah. I now will eat like half of the omelet and some of the potatoes. And I like bread, so I'll eat at least yeah. probably one of the pieces yeah. of toast. And then I'll take the omelet home and eat the rest of that either for dinner or for breakfast the next morning or something like that. Yeah, I'm so that. Um, I, I can never eat. I, I always, usually always order an omelet, and I never never get more than a couple of bites. I, I look at Jim, and I'm like, uh, you know, we should have just ordered yeah. one and split it. But yeah. then some places, like, charge you extra for splitting the meat. It's like, Come yeah. on, we're old. Yeah. <laughs> the senior portion omelet we'll have. Yeah, see, I don't mind having something to take home because then you can I don't enjoy either. it all day. Yep. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'll I'll order that, and I most of the time I can't finish the potatoes either, and yep, I'll just bring exactly. everything home, and that's what I'll have for lunch and snack and dinner, and just spread it out through the whole day. That's how I am. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I do want to give people, I did get a notice from the Marsh County Emergency Management. Um, obviously, 2022 um, could start off kind of messy uh, weather-wise. They set, The National Weather Service indicates that Marshall County has the potential to see some wintry mix of ice, sleet, and freezing rain. Uh, now, the timing for this event is what they have been predicting. So, Saturday night. So, we should all be good for going out and partying and being <coughs> safe and being able to get home, at least weather-wise, with no issues tonight. But Saturday night into early Sunday morning is when they're saying that this is going to come in. Um, but they're not exactly sure how much of it we're going to get. And at this point... There are no winter weather advisories, watches, or warnings, but they're coming. Because oh, I was watching the news this morning, and they're out west in Iowa and, yeah. uh, not let's see, North Dakota, South Dakota, nice, soft, neighbor, Kansas, <laughs> you know, nice, soft, neighborly kittens over Texas, Kansas. Um, it's out there in Iowa and Kansas, and it's coming this way. I have never heard that before. That's oh. the first time I've ever heard that. Do you remember in fifth grade, you had to learn all the states and capitals? No. Gosh, you missed out. No. Yes, and it I was, had. They had that. They had that lesson on New Year's Day. Well, I had fifth grade <laughs> twice. Let me tell you, because I was held back in fifth grade, uh. and so the second year I had it, I had Mrs. Shireman, and. Uh, you know, I mean, you have here's a pic, a map, and you have to write all of the states' names on it. It's a blank map, and so North Dakota, South Dakota, nice, soft, neighborly. North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, but a nor- nice, soft, neighborly kittens over Texas is how you remembered that part of it. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Mnemonic devices. Yes, um, and so it, it, the, the there we're going to get some kind of advisory or watch or warning um, probably tomorrow morning. I would anticipate that they'll see it coming in. But so from this lovely possibility of ice, sleet, and freezing rain. Oh, 
there could be some heavy, wet snow along with that, which is going to make travel extremely hazardous, which means we're going to have a number of accidents and we're going to have some slide-offs. Um, and then the ice is going to cause the tree limb branches to bend down and touch the power lines or fall off, fall down and break the power lines. So we could have power outages oh, and good. poles down. So, yeah. you know, be prepared for that. Well, um, we better not have poles down as much time as NIPSCO <laughs> been, has been messing well, they, with they those haven't things. Put, well, they haven't been putting no poles up on my road yet. But um, I tend to be in the place... Down, just south of us where there's a lot of wooded area that oh, yeah. nobody you know really takes care of or yeah. trims or anything and that's like where the trees fall down and then i'm out of power well. um marsh county emergency management urges citizens to down, download the marsh county app on your telephone on your smartphone so that you can uh, stay informed on what's going on they will be sending out warnings that way um they also encourage you to, you know, keep tuned to the weather on TV and radio. Um, if you go out, make sure you give yourself plenty of time. Leave early and slow down. Yeah. Slow your driving down. And remember, you're not going to stop as fast. So keep your distance between the other cars greater. And know that when you go to put on those brakes, there is definitely a chance that you're going to slide. So... Be careful there. Um, they also suggest keeping your gas tank at least half full. Uh, watch out for black ice uh, on bridges, which is definitely a scary. Put an emergency vehicle, emergency vehicle, put an emergency kit in your vehicle in case you slide off the road. Um, and emergency responders or towing services are so busy that they're not able to get to you right away. Um, which means make sure your cell phone is charged when you go out, have a blanket in there, um, you know, maybe a granola bar or something like that, just, you know, something. And with your phone, hopefully then the possibility to call and get some help. But, sure. uh, you know, and at home, be prepared for some power outages. Um, you know, that primarily for everyone is their primary heating source. Yeah. So, um I don't know how you fix that part. If you got a fireplace, you're really lucky. Yeah, but how much <laughs> but, heat can a fireplace put out? Well, well I guess it, it depends in on what one room at least, yeah. I mean, I would be the person that would put some blankets up over the doorway and mm -hmm. at least, okay, we're going to keep this room warm. Yeah. We can all sleep on the couches and the floors in here and we'll stay warm. But, you know, the last time our power went out, just a few weeks ago, we were out for nine hours on a Saturday Way to ruin a whole Saturday. Yeah. I mean, just couldn't do anything. I even at one point thought, oh, I've got, I have, my battery is charged on my laptop. I'll get on my laptop. Uh, the modem for the internet oh, yeah, runs on right. electricity, oh, so yeah. I couldn't get internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Darn it. And, I, of course, I don't have any movies downloaded yeah. on my laptop, so I couldn't even watch a movie. It's like, ugh. Well, it's time to gather around the house and hold hands and sing old songs. Or play games or something. I don't know. But, I remember yeah. my, we had that happen out at, uh, we were living on Lilac, and uh, my oh, kids, yes? I've got video of what my kids did when the power went out. 
I ought to bring those back up and put them on the. They had some fun, huh? Oh, it was it was I I love my boys. I really <laughs> love my boys because they somehow have been imbued with my sense of humor. So oh, brother! That makes it fun. Yeah, I can only imagine. Sometimes, sometimes it's incredibly aggravating. You so. know, somebody for fun at your house should just buy at Christmas. Santa should just bring. Everybody a Nerf gun at your house, because I bet you it oh, would no. be a wild no. and crazy no. place. No. Uh, <laughs> weapons weapons in my home would definitely be a bad idea. <laughs> definitely <laughs> a bad idea. I could see it. Yeah. Yeah, that would... Uh, mm. There would be bloodshed. There would be... <laughs> Even though we're talking about, you know, foam rubber darts, yeah. there would end oh, up yeah. being bloodshed. Oh, no. You bring Nerf guns into the house, the police would definitely be called <laughs> on several occasions. So, yeah. No question about it. The phone lines are open. 936-4096 is the number. We'd love to hear from you today. Um, in the meantime, there's um, some news we can talk about. On Tuesday evening, I attended the Culvertown Council meeting online, um, and they ado- approved a resolution that adopts their plan for distributing, dis- distributing, distributing, distributing the town's American Rescue Plan funds. Um, these are the substantial amounts of money, federal money, that communities have received, basically COVID has brought this on. And in the town of Culver, they were awarded um, almost $330,000. Now, the federal government did put some stipulations on how you can spend that money. And basically, it's for infrastructure improvements. So we're really talking about, you know, water and sewer and broadband. It does not it is not usable for streets. Um, so, yeah, because streets wouldn't have been well, affected streets, by COVID. There is supposed to be more money coming for street right. projects, too, yeah. but that hasn't shown up yet. So um, Culver has received their first half of the money, and they anticipating getting the second half this year. Uh, but to spend the money, you have to put a plan in place on how you're going to spend that money. So they put their plan together, and they approved it on Tuesday evening. And while their plan doesn't spell out detailed projects that they are going to undertake, um, they are going to use the money and invest in projects in water and sewer infrastructure that are the highest priority to the town. Um, And they, they did include on this, this could also include projects on privately owned property. So that's where they plan to use their money, although they also uh, plan to use their money on broadband, uh, which is one of the approved uses, um, to, re- to supply reliable services to underserved or unserved homes and businesses. That means a home or business should have a reliable service of 25 um, megs download and 33 megs upload um, and there are places in Culver heck even the Culver town meetings sometimes get messed up yeah. because our internet is so slow down there and so um, that is their plan that they're going to start working towards um, the bad part about all this is and they they got almost three hundred thirty thousand dollars but the, you, you, once you get this money and you got your plan and then you start 
you know, putting it to work, it's all got to be spent by 2026. It's you got to have it all done, the projects all done and completed, which doesn't sound bad. But for Marshall County, we're talking about not almost nine million dollars yeah. that they have to spend, and they, Marshall County doesn't have their plan yet, so they're still working on that. But it, this is a simple plan. Yeah. So well, we'll see how things go. Um, I do want to remind everybody, too, today, because I'm going to talk about the city council. Um, there is a uh, there is an open house, I guess, uh, today in the yeah. second floor um, meeting room of the city hall uh, to honor Janine Exaver, who is retiring. Today is her last day as Plymouth City Clerk Treasurer. So it's from 1 until 3. So everybody is welcome uh, to come down and wish Janine well uh, on her next adventure, whatever it may be. I think she's actually a crafter, so you know, oh, maybe be, yeah. maybe she will take some time and start crafting more. Yeah, than so uh, probably a good uh, gift would be uh, yarn. There, yarn? Imagine. Yeah. Or maybe glue. Isn't there a store? Or scissors. Yes, there's a yarn in. shop up north well. on Center Street. We've got the plan. If you're going, get some yarn. <laughs> Make sure you buy yarn. Got a caller? Caller on the uh, on the air. Hey, um, I know there's a couple little remedies you can do to kind of help that throat. Which is, <laughs> which is, which is get a transplant, maybe. Oh my gosh! I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, I know what you You've mean. You've been battling this for what a week? Yeah, uh, try a month. <laughs> Oh month! Oh my goodness gracious! Oh my gosh! Wow! 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 It's been a while. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> that is just crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna bother you last night at the ball game, but I thought I'd I'd, I'd call and harass you this morning. Well, so. you weren't gonna bother me in the ball game because you're afraid you're gonna get this. You don't want to get that close <laughs> to me. Yeah, I think there's enough distance between us uh, now. I don't have to worry about. What well, did you notice? Cheney was sitting clear at the other end of the yeah, t- yeah. Yeah. from he was, me. He was doing the at least six foot distance yeah. thing. I, he started doing that when this started happening. I need binoculars to see him. He's so far away. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's talking. Oh, he's talking to Delp to see if yeah. he can. He's talking to Delp to see if he can get a seat up in the upper rafters on the other side of the gym. So maybe he can figure out a way to get some kind of a lift in there or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was pretty cool to see the Pilgrims win two yesterday. Yeah. Um, I thought it was better to see them play that well. I mean, they really did play well. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, pretty you, cool, yeah. You, you betcha, yeah. yeah. You, and then there was good football yesterday, too, so, yeah. you know. Well, yeah, Purdue football, okay. Yeah, the Big uh, the big Ten is really big this year. I mean, uh, I think they're, what, 5-0, I think, in uh, bowl games, and the SEC is like 1-5, so. Yeah. Well, that's fine with me. Uh, oh, I tell you. Well, usually they're kicking everybody's butt. But this year, I don't know what's going on. But, man, I, I'm loving it. I'll know, tell so. you what's going on. All the guys have declared for the NFL draft. They've got, like, they're they're playing people they picked up on campus at the uh, uh, rec center that, that they don't have anybody left. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sad. Yeah, it is sad. 
It is really sad. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I, I think they, yeah. uh, if they do that, maybe they should have to pay their scholarship money well, back or something. I, Who knows? I don't know that <laughs> I disagree with that, to be honest with you. Yeah, I tell you. Yep, yep. So, well, hey, I got some uh, hot little news uh, about Salvation Army. Cool. We were doing a ringing this year, and we managed to have enough bodies that we did uh, Kroger's and uh, Walmart. And uh, as of this moment, I have a little bit more money to break take you to the bank yet. But um, we are owed at about seventeen thousand two hundred dollars or so, wow. maybe three hundred somewhere in there, which is about five thousand dollars more than what we brought in last year. Wow. So I am just tickled pink. Yeah, that's great. That is awesome. So people were really generous this year, and just uh, you know, just opened up their wallets, and that, and that's a good thing. You know, it just yeah, it just goes to help a lot of people. So you know, so we're we're all pumped up about that. So yeah, I get cool. it. The thing people should take away from that, I think, is that that's that's what your extra change can do. Oh my I, goodness! I, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! I told them that uh, uh, we we have our account. I take everything to First Source Bank and and put it in there. You know. And I told the, the one guy up there, I said, I think I'm single-handedly going to end the change shortage in Marshall <laughs> County. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey, you guys have a, a very happy new year. Um, get over that uh, throat thing, Rusty. Yeah. Uh, I got some stuff at home that might be able to help you. <laughs> well, okay, I'm gonna. If you do, I'll take your advice because the uh, cleaning stuff you gave me, I love. So yeah, <laughs> it works oh, I great. Can't stand, I can't stand that stuff. I don't know okay. how anybody can. <laughs> well, I'll uh, I'll be sure it's all over the place when you come in maybe, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> maybe you should put some of that stuff in a shot glass and drink it, like a shot of that. Maybe maybe that would help. I well, don't know. You know. Now that you mentioned that, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. <laughs> Nothing else is working. <laughs> no, we may as well give it a try. Hey, you got it. <laughs> All right. Hey, you guys have a good one. You too, ma'am. All right. Take care. Mm, yep. Bye. Bye-bye. See you, Uncle Doug. Happy New Year. And, Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> holiday well, tourney yesterday for yeah. Source Bank Holiday Tourney. Yeah. Congratulations to the Pilgrims. Was that their first two wins of the yeah, season? Yeah, it was. Okay. Uh, it's actually their first two wins in pretty much 365 days. The only <laughs> two they won last year were in this tournament. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, yeah, it's been a while. Um, and, you know, I uh, I think Doug would be able to tell people he saw them, like, in the second or third game of the year. <laughs> and we both kind of, wow, was the only thing <laughs> that you could say. <laughs> They've gotten uh, a lot better. Um, and Well, we have a new coach, so yeah. it's going to take some time for right. that new coach to train them the way he wants them to be and to actually uh, work on his feeder program for coming up. Yeah, he's he's a new old coach. Though. Yes. He's just, he's just coming. Uh, a lot of you remember uh, the way uh, Jack uh, ran the, the right. offense Jack and defense Edison. he ran. And that's, they're just going back to that and just going back to what they call the open offense. And it it works better because we don't have a lot of, you know, as I say, we don't we never have a lot of extremely talented right. players. They're good, but not at the level of, 
some of the teams were playing, and we still win. Why? Because we know what we're doing, and we do it well. So um seems to be working. They seem to have bought into it, and if it keeps going the way it is, they could have a decent season, really. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's hope that this is the beginning to a new year and – you know, yeah. new things for the basketball team. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't happen like it did last year. You get the two wins, you're feeling confident, and then <laughs> everything goes the other way. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about the um, a little bit from the city meeting, but I think, you know, it's already 937. I yeah. think we should take our first break maybe of the morning. We can do that. Um, you probably have a prize to give away. You probably have... I don't have any prizes. There's nothing in no, the folder? Look, let me look one more I was going to say, you should have one from yesterday, too. I think I may have looked in the in the, num, in the one. In the very back. Yeah, it'd be 31. I forgot. Yeah, and there should be one in 30 because we didn't give anything away yesterday. So I was thinking that we might have two prizes today. It's not that far from him, folks. Believe me. It's right there at his fingertips. And he could actually lift it up and put it on his lap and make it even easier. So it would take too much energy. Okay, we got our drawing for today. Let me take a quick look at this. Yeah, we've got La Dessert Cafe, our birthday one. We also have the anniversary. So that is in the 31st folder, but we have a car wash here. Ah! Uh, from, <laughs> excuse me. From 821 Car Wash yeah. on Lincoln Way East here in Plymouth, right yeah. across from Crystal's Banquet Center. And it's, you got a free one. All right. <coughs> and they have a great car wash in there. It's touchless, and it's colorful, too, when you go in there. So the foam comes down on your car, and... Uh, you know, different colors, and it smells good. <laughs> and then they have the fans that blow you on the way out. So, yeah. I always uh, I always go really slow through that blow. Yeah, you uh, got to. You yep. gotta have, it's got to be dry. Yep, my, exactly. My son took, uh, used one the other day. I think we bought one for the uh, Rocky, or not the Rocky, the Shop of the Cop auction, and he, he loved it. So there you go. So we've got a car wash from 821 Car Wash. Endorsed by Nathan Nixon. <laughs> and if you're caller number four at uh, 936-4096, that's caller four, 936-4096, you will get this magical car wash. So uh, start dialing. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank. And that means more easy going for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50. Or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds. It's... 
It's a new day and a new year. Shout it out loud. Sing with the crowd. Celebrate, cause good things are coming. New opportunities are out. gives his view here on What's Your Opinion on WTCA Implement. Call now, 574-936-4096, or tell us what you think or text, 574-307-6647. Now here's Kathy and Rusty. All right, we're back. Woohoo! And we have a winner for the 821 car wash. Yeah, and he told Raj. me less Raj. than six seconds ago. Raj. Raj, yes, it's Raj. Hi, Raj. Thanks for, thanks for playing our little game, Raj. And while we were on that commercial break, I went and got a Hoosier Lottery scratch-off. Oh, you did? I got a $20 Uh-oh. Hoosier Lottery scratch-off that you can win up to half a million dollars <laughs> on. Wow. So we're going to give that away coming up. Yeah. Cool. Which reminds me, i got to go to the Hoosier Lottery website. And look and see. Oh, Powerball drawing tomorrow is half a mil or half a billion dollars, five hundred million dollars. That's Woo-hoo. a couple of dollars. And the Mega Millions is at two hundred and twenty-one million dollars for tonight's drawing. Wouldn't that be a great way to start the new year? Yeah, it would be. I I'd be okay with that. And Saturday's drawing for the Hoosier Lotto is $4.4 million. I, I could make that work, I think. Well, once... Uh, not you, exactly sure, but I think I could make it work. <clears throat> once you paid the taxes on it, you, <laughs> you, it isn't hard to spend that extra quarter. <laughs> That's true. So, uh, you know, you can get a... Get, well, you can't even get a soda for that anymore. <laughs> no. Um, somebody wants to know who bought the VFW. Um, I... Gonna, oh, okay. Kathy's fingers are typing. They're flying across I the keyboard. I do not know. I don't know how well, how quickly it's been updated, um, but I'll go into the Marsh County um, Beacon website on the map, which I have to go to the map because I don't know the address. Let's see. <coughs> Lake Avenue. Okay. I'm in the right spot. Keep- <sighs> Getting closer and bigger, <laughs> closer and bigger. Hmm, now I got to just figure out. Look Lake for the power plant. Avenue. Oh, right here. Okay. Oh, we're way over here. Must be. Oh, there's the railroad track. And go to the information button. And nobody. Parcel report. Now scroll down. It still says, you know, uh, it says deeded owners. Plymouth VFW. It probably hasn't transferred yet. So I don't know that it has transferred. Nope, there's nothing uh, updated on it yet. 
Yeah. Okay. So I will look at it. I will continue to check on it, but yep, they haven't updated anything yet there. Okay. And I, I, I don't know, you know, what kind of a sale it was. I mean, if it was like a land contract sale, it wouldn't show the land contract, I don't right. think, until it was finalized. I think so. it was wasn't it an online auction. Oh, it was an auction of some yeah. sort, yeah. Well, I, I, ha- I have friends in high places I can contact and maybe find out. Okay. Too. Okay. So, um, from the Plymouth City Council meeting on Monday evening, Plymouth Clerk Treasurer Janine Exaver asked for permission uh, from the council to make several transfers. The first transfer uh, pertained to Menominee Heights housing development. Now, this is the one that's out by Menominee Elementary School, where there's been a few houses there that were developed early on, but now the rest of that development is coming into play, um, and they are anticipating 17 more homes being built out there by construction management design. And um, part of the agreement with CMD was that the city would pay for half of the tap fees for those 17 new houses for the water and the sewer tap fees. And so um, Janine asked for permission to transfer $14,577.50 from the general fund to the sewer operating fund for their sewer tap fees, the half of the sewer tap fees and $8,500 from the general fund to the water operating fund uh, to pay for those TAP fees. Uh, She reminded the council that they actually approved this in a vote on September 13th um, that they would agree to do this. Um, She did also say that if additional homes are built, then they will have to do additional transfers, and those need to be made before a building permit is issued. So she's not going to be in office. You know, she's trying to give them the heads up, like, you know, don't let this slip by. This is something that uh, you said you were going to do, so you're going to have to watch it. Um, She also was granted permission to make uh, those year-end transfers uh, just to move budgets around, money around in the various budgets so that everything ends up with a, you know, in the black, nothing in the red. And to forward any encumbrances that they need for 2022. So somebody may have ordered something last month, we'll say, and it hasn't come in yet. So they haven't spent the money for it, but they know it's coming. So they may encumber that money and move it to next year so they'll have it. If they don't, they didn't plan on that purchase in next year's funds. And eventually they'll end up short in next year's funds. And then the last thing was uh, the one that the mayor told us about when he was in on Tuesday. Um, Janine also asked for uh, approval of a resolution that will transfer from the general fund to the rainy day fund $700,000. And she did say prior to this money being moved in uh, that the current balance, including the investments there, is $4,773,733.11. Pretty good. So that's level. a nice. That's almost yeah. a five million, and you put that other seven hundred thousand dollars in there, uh, we'll be like at five and a half million. So it's good. That's that's nice to have that cushion. Uh, oh, it certainly is. Definitely yeah. a positive. 
Let's see, the Mushroom County Drug Task Force and Plymouth Police arrested 24-year-old Cody Whiteman of Plymouth. This happened on Tuesday, December the 28th. In the 700 block of North Plum Street, Mr. Whiteman was wanted on several outstanding warrants. And during the investigations, officers located marijuana and a loaded handgun in the vehicle Mr. Whiteman was operating. He was lodged in the Marshall County Jail with the warrants and then the new charges of driving while suspended with a prior possession of marijuana and carrying a handgun without a license, which is a level five felony and uh, given a $5,000 cash bond. A passenger in the vehicle with him that day was 26-year-old Stephen Bishop, also of Plymouth. He was arrested and taken to the Marsh County Jail and booked in for possession of marijuana. He was held on a $250 cash bond. So, um, da -da 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 -da. county attorney updated the Marsh County Commissioner's uh, last week on the ACLU case against the county. This pertains to way back when, um, actually it would have been in 19 or early 20 when we had the jail overcrowding situation. Oh, it probably would be 19. Because, yeah, when, when the pandemic hit, we kind of stopped getting a lot of people in there. But it, it might have been early 22, uh, 22 but... Um, Clevenger said that uh, he hasn't been able to convince the ACLU lawyers yet to dismiss the case against the county for injunctive relief. Um, he said, and I quote, uh, even though the jail's inmate population has been well below capacity since March of 2020, our current average population is a little over 140 inmates. The ACLU ACLU lawyers, uh, they'll agree to dismiss the case if there is monthly reporting of the inmates through July of 2022. So that's the next seven months. Right. Um, and in the event that at any time, if our population exceeds 200 for multiple days, that the sheriff utilizes the housing agreements that he has with Fulton and Elkhart County to reduce that population, uh, under 200, um, which, you know, hasn't happened. We're, we're getting close to now almost two years, but uh, he's still negotiating with them, and he'll see what happens. Uh, Commissioner Klotz says this has been hanging over our judiciary head for a long time, and they've done everything they can, a fantastic job. And this yeah. is where we've gotten the fourth court going, uh, community corrections has been improved. They've implemented a program where if you are a low level, especially a first time offender, that you can sometimes get out of jail without even a bond. I mean, they have done a lot of different things to make it easier. And, um, Clevenger said, you know, our population has been as low as 137 at one time. And he, he, Clevenger says it's injunctive relief. In other words, they want us to stop the overcrowding, and we haven't been in that situation for months. Yeah. So they, they don't want money. They just want us to stop doing it. Sure. Um, Klotz suggested taking the bull by the horn, in quotes, 
uh, to a federal judge and tell him we've fixed the issue and stopped the nonsense, stopped the madness, and ask that the case be dismissed. Um, he said, give them a chance to dismiss, and if they don't take it, take them to court. So Clevenger kind of so chuckled at that, I will admit. He um, wanted to <laughs> take them to court. He wants to take the ACLU to court for, for not... For taking us to court. Yes, for not, you know, working with us hmm. because we've done so many things to try and make it better. And So uh, in order to stop a lawsuit, you... You file a lawsuit. do another lawsuit. Yeah. Because we don't want that lawsuit, so now we've got <laughs> two. Well, we have one going against them, and they have one going against oh, us. Oh, we already do? Or is that what he's saying we should he do? He says that's what we should do. Yeah. Well, yeah, that'll solve the problem. <laughs> then you got then you got double your – you just double down on it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I personally, I don't see sense to what me. would be quite <clears throat> that difficult – um, just report once a month, you know. I mean, we track every day the population. So I don't know who we would send it to, but, you know, just send it. Yeah, it's seven more months of it, but it's an email. It's a click of a button. There, here's our population. Here's report. Yeah, it can't be that complicated. I, unless, well, it might be. I mean, if they put all kinds of... <sighs> I don't even know the word. I'm kind of foggy. Stipulations or something. Well, they make us jump through 57,000 more hoops than we already jumped through. If it's just a matter of sending them the report, yeah, I kind of don't see that problem. But if they're saying, okay, well, we need that and we need this and then you need to do this and then we need that, you need to report this. I mean, if it becomes something like that. Over and over. Yeah, yeah, more and more and more. Absolutely not. But but if it's just... This is what our population is yeah. for the next seven months. I know. There's, there's a lot of folks. Oh, it's just the idea of it. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you got a point. I I don't know. I think that there are... <laughs> I think there's a lot of solutions to things that people would put their... Uh, <sighs> whatever aside and just talk to each other for a little bit. Um. Well, we've been talking for months, yeah, for I a know. year. I know. But once again, we're not privy to those conversations either so we don't know what's being said so once again fake news from my mouth i don't have an opinion because i don't have the information but it seems to me if it's just a matter of sending them the report for seven months i okay yeah me too <laughs> we'll add you to the uh to, <laughs> to the, the list, list of, of where else yeah, we'll i'm sure they the send it to list. the judges well, and the, pro- the prosecutor yeah. and the probation department yeah. i'm sure it goes to the state and everything else yeah it probably so does actually we'll just add your email to the uh, yeah list what's and, big deal yeah um also want to say a huge thank you this morning to the auto park yesterday morning they presented a one thousand dollar check to the plymouth police department on behalf of the Auto Park Chevrolet Buick GMC and the all-new Buick Invasion, um, the funds will go towards training and supplies for the department's officers. So just a nice little year-end donation uh, to the Plymouth Police Department. Really good. I'm sure that was welcomed. Yeah, I'm sure. Definitely. Yeah. And then my final story that I have today, because some of my stories were weather-related, like the dense fog we had last right. night and yeah. then yesterday morning's weather warning and today's weather warning. 
Um, but a heads up for the Plymouth Plan Commission meeting that will be conducted at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, January 4th in the second floor council chambers of City Hall. The only agenda item that they have for this meeting is to consider a minor subdivision of two lots um, by Plymouth Center Limited Partnership or Chase Properties, basically the strip mall yeah. out, out uh, off of Oak Drive and US 30. Um, the request is to separate tractor supply. And when I mean separate, I mean it's just they want to control their own building and property. Yeah. Um, it's not like they're going to move the building away from yeah. the building it's connected to. Right. Because um, it's connected right there to the end of the old J.C. Penney's right. and the soon-to-be Ollie's, Ollie's Bargain Barn, I believe. Yeah. Um, but for tractor supply to split off into their own area, which would include their building and then the concrete that they have that would be to the east, um, all the way over to that little access easement around the back, the little driveway around back, and the parking area in the front of their store so that they would also control the parking lot too. That would be the first lot. It would be 3.1 acres. The second lot... And this is hard for me to explain, but it is the large grassy lot between the TSC parking lot and the Lowe's parking lot. So when you drive out there, there is this huge grassy area. It's actually 1.36 acres. And they want to split that off as a second lot. So I'm guessing there may be some interest in that lot for somebody it's not a gigantic lot so i can't you know i've heard about this coffee place that might be coming or something and i don't know if it might be maybe it would go there because it would be something more that would be a smaller right. structure that would not have like drive through sit down um, but you could drive it through, you know, you just get in line, drive through, order, and out you go. So I don't know what it, what the plan is for that, and I don't know if we'll find out on the meeting, but it is on Tuesday evening. Um, and so I will be attending that meeting Tuesday night to find out if Chase Properties, which last, last time they did not show up, um, they actually sent a gentleman from Territorial Engineers who... Um, was doing the split for them. Sure. Um, and he had no clue what they wanted to do. But well, he doesn't need to know. It's on a need-to-know basis. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, I am going to go back, since we weren't here yesterday, um, I am going to go back, though, and say congratulations uh, to Lynn Gorski. She was selected in the caucus on Wednesday evening as the new Plymouth clerk treasurer. She will be sworn in at noon on Saturday. Uh, for that position. She was the only one who applied for the position. So that made it pretty simple for those voting. Um, Those voting would be the Center Township Precinct Committee men and women from Precincts 1, 2, 3, and 4 were the ones who were allowed to vote. They handle the city, inside the city limits. Sure. Uh, But Allison Niles, who has been in Precinct 1, recently relocated to Fulton County. So she resigned her position. Greg Compton was appointed to fill that vacancy. 
but Greg Compton has not been in that seat for 30 days, so he was not able to vote because he had to be in office for 30 days before he could vote. And then Bob Manuel, who is another one of the precinct committeemen, did not attend the meeting. So that left Michelle Longenacre and Brenda Harper to do the voting. And since there was only one candidate, they didn't make any ballots, and they just right there in the room with us said, okay, if you are in favor of this candidate, raise your right hand. And those two raised their right hand, and everybody clapped, and Lynn Gorski is our new clerk treasurer. So Well, it makes it easy when you're the only. Yes. <laughs> Simple and sweet. The only uh, runner in the race. <laughs> you, you probably will win. Well, it, it, that was the one thing I know Janine said at Monday night's meeting. Um, the deadline to file was Monday night at 5 p.m. Yeah. And she said, I don't know that there was a, a rush of people running to break down the door to file for the position. No. So. No. And he, <laughs> So what would have happened if she'd reconsidered at that? This uh, is this is just pulled completely out of the air. What would have happened? She said, "You know, I don't really want this job, so I'm resigning." <laughs> I mean, what would have happened? Uh, we would have been in trouble. Yeah, we. I don't know how we would have handled that, but uh, we. Some one way or another, we would have gotten through it. That's for sure. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and then I, I did get some information on that confined animal feeding operation. So on Tuesday, January 4th, the Plymouth Board of Zoning Appeals is going to meet uh, at 7.30 in the second floor meeting room in the council chambers of City Hall. And this is for the request for a proposed confined livestock feeding operation at 14029 5C Road north of Plymouth and west of Michigan Road. And I actually drove out there and took a picture of the property. Uh, the property is owned by Kendall and Marcella Hoover. They are seeking a special use to have a CAFO consisting of 250 cows for a confined dairy operation on a 41-acre parcel of land that is zoned rural residential. Um, according to the Marsh County GIS, Kendall and Marcella purchased the property in November. Um, and the parcel sits in the two-mile jurisdiction. I will tell you that they purchased it from somebody who had the same last name. So it could have been their family, okay. their parents or something. I don't know. Um, I also did talk to somebody who told me that because it is under 300 cows, that they don't have to go through all the state rigmarole. Okay. Uh, which is, would be the state permitting for such an operation. So it's going to be very interesting because I said, what about the manure? And they said there there wouldn't be the requirements from IDEM See, that would, for that. That would concern me. Uh, that would right. concern me too. And only because of the fact that if something, God forbid, should happen, that it starts to seep into the groundwater, you got an enormous problem. Uh, yes, that's for darn sure. You know, and when I went to the to the March County GIS website, that, which is through Beacon, um, you know, I pulled it up and I looked at it, and there was a 
there was a home on the property. So yeah. I was like, oh, well, they're going to live there. Well, when we drove out there and I took my pictures, the the home has been basically emptied out. It was boarded up. There's nobody living right. on that property. Yeah. And as the lady who called in earlier and said, they are in the process of building the barns for this already. I mean, they're roofed and um, they're partially sited. I don't know. They have a lot of visqueen or a lot of uh, right. plastic on the sides. I don't yeah. know if those will eventually be um, sited or, or what. I, I, I would think that About the cows would be. need to have yeah. more than just plastic to keep them in there. Yeah. But I don't know, you yeah. know. So anyway, um, that is going to be an interesting meeting. I'm pretty sure. And I don't know what the stipulation is. Typically, when you're doing some stuff not quite this big, well, and, and I don't know because I don't know the th- threshold for the animal count. Right. Um, some of the other ones, I want to say that it's 1,500 feet from the property. And it would be from the property line, not right. from the building, but from the property line. Um, where typically, you know, if you want to put up a garage and it's you need a variance, it's 300 feet. Yeah. So it'll be real interesting to see what happens um, and see how many people show up. I'm going to go to that meeting and I'll be there early to make sure I get a seat. Yeah, you're going to have to because it's going <laughs> to, that's going to be a heated meeting. I really do think it will be. Stuff like that always is. You know, and gosh, it goes both ways. And there have been a lot of comments on our Facebook post of that meeting um, notice of, you know, it's out in the country. Let them do what they want to do. You know, it's their property, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, farming, we need, we got to feed people. We got to have milk for people, you know, that kind of stuff. But then the people around there, what's it going to smell like? Yeah. Who's going to control it? Who's going to oversee it to make sure that, you know, they don't contaminate the groundwater and that kind of stuff. So it should be an interesting meeting. There's also a second case that evening, uh, which is a special use request by the Marsh County Economic Development Corporation. This is actually for the manufacturing center at the corner of Jim New and Pioneer Drive. They're seeking a special use uh, for the company that wants to purchase that property to operate a waste collection and waste treatment and disposal operation. So they want to buy the building, but the operation that they want to do would be a special use in an industrial zone, so they have to have a special use permit. That one I don't think will be nearly as controversial. From what I've heard, that might be... Uh, well, you know, there's a lot of people do. located there in the jail, but I don't think they're going to get a vote on, um, <laughs> you know, although the, the county will obviously, you know, have some concern of, of what, because their property is located right there. And um, you've got the zone yeah. owned by the Millers over there. Yeah. And I know Al Eisenhower owns property across the street from that, too. Um, so there will be a, a few people who will want to know. And hopefully at that point we might get the name of the company who is wanting to purchase that facility. Yeah, because uh, we already know facility. what they want to do, don't Yeah, we? they're yeah. going to bring in produce. They're going to bring in rotten fruits and vegetables and um, make then energy e- out of it. And they're, at this point, they're going to do something with it, and then it'll go away. Eventually, when they get the additions onto the building, yes, it'll make 
it's not methane gas, but it'll make some kind of something that's usable at the end. And the byproduct will go down to Huyan's farm, oh, yeah, where they have a yeah. huge confined feeding operation right. down there. Yeah. Right. So. So, um, as I said, the Plymouth Board of Zoning Appeals meeting meets at 730. The Plymouth Plan Commission meets at 7 o'clock on Tuesday, January the 4th. There you go. So, those are a couple things coming up. It'll be standing room only. Uh, yes, it Get will. Get your tickets early. If you got a ticket, you might want to, you know, and you don't want to go, go scalp it. I'm sure you'll get prime uh, prime rate for that. Um, and then also from the city meeting, during the Board of Public Works and Safety meeting, Fire Chief Steve Hollum uh, asked for permission to hire a new firefighter. Um, Rod Miller, who had been the chief, was demoted went back to a full-time firefighter. When he was demoted, he was actually offered the position of fire investigator. Um, and I think it came as such a shock and everything that he just said, I'll go back and be a firefighter. Well, now he would like to be the fire, I guess it's inspector. Yeah. Um, and so he is going to assume the fire inspector's position beginning in 2022, which means that leaves them a full-time opening for a firefighter EMT um, for the fire department. So without any discussion, the board approved his request to start the hiring process. Um, and then they also approved the request of Clerk Treasurer Janine Exaver. Uh, she presented a resolution to declare certain EMS bills to be delinquent and uncollectible. These are bills from 2013. She said while the overall collection rate has been 78%, the eligible bills that haven't been collected have been turned over to the city's collection agent, um, and they're working on it. It's almost $11,000 in uncollected. And above that piece, there's almost $11,000 of uncollectible bills from interlocal agreements with other ambulance services that Plymouth has provided assist to. Those interlocal agreements call for that department to bill and then split what they receive, they get half, and the city of Plymouth gets half. Um, and she said, so what this means is that what they have, they haven't been able to collect either. Right. So um, that means the city is going to have to write off 22% of the 2013 bills, which is a large amount. That's a lot. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, and I don't know, you know, you hate to see it, but I mean... Okay, you're calling us for an assist. Maybe the city who's providing EMS services, no, providing paramedic services over EMS should do the building. And maybe if we send a paramedic that we should do the building for the paramedic of it yeah. and then share with you and see if we could collect any better. Right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, and then finally, oh, no, that's not finally. There's still another good story down here yet. Um, earlier this month, the Plymouth Plan Commission approved the request of Virginia, the Virginia Peterson Trust. This is at State Road 17, where Dr. Peterson used to live yeah. um, and, and his wife. Um, they own that property on 17 and then the property that goes to the north. And, uh, you know, it... It's always confusing because they're seeking a minor three-lot subdivision. 
Well, then people hear subdivision and they think a whole bunch of houses. That is not at all what's happening with this one. They are actually wanting to subdivide the house off onto its own lot, which would be uh, 6.37 acres. And then the other two pieces, the north lot would be 27 acres, and the south lot that would be up beside the house and next to Pioneer Drive there uh, would be 20 acres. Um, Ralph uh, Booker, who is the Plymouth Plan Director, um, did say that the north lot would actually have access onto the new road, the Pioneer Drive Road. Um, and the other one would have use State Road 17 for that. Um, they did conduct a public hearing. During that public hearing, Bill Bodorf, who lives on Pine Road, which is that second road in Deer Trail that would butt up to there, there is a little piece that goes over into Deer Trail, and he was concerned that that would be uh, a driveway into this new subdivision, which it's not a driveway into a subdivision. But he was concerned about additional traffic that would be on his road. And Lindy Leary, who also lives out there on Pine Road, said, you know, I bought the property because there was a large field behind us and we could enjoy nature and I don't want to see more homes. Well, Ralph Booker explained that, you know, they've divided the house off, want to divide the house off, and there are two other lots. So at the very most, there would be two other homes. Right. That At the very most. And actually, um, somebody there speaking for the they didn't show them and they didn't have them come to the microphone so I couldn't hear their name I was listening online um, said that they are actually planning to put that northern lot into a nature conservatorship so mm. that that's like you get some credit tax credits or whatever because it's going to be nature it's right. through the DNR so there there are no additional homes if Somebody wanted to build a home on that other lot, they could, but that's going to be further away from Deer Trail than the Peterson home is. Um, and if they wanted to build a really true subdivision, they would have to come in and go through all of the subdivision requirements and right. sizes of the lots and the roads and all that. So um, after clarifying that there were no homes for this, um, the board voted uh, unanimously to go ahead and... Right and move forward with the request to sub- to divide that into three lots. And then, finally, uh, my final comment of news, the Indiana Department of Education on Wednesday released the 2021 state graduation rates. Uh, the data shows 869 no, 86.6% of students in the class of 2021 in the state of Indiana graduating. Um, then I went down and looked through all the schools here in Marshall County. So in Marshall County, um, Argus Community School had 49 seniors with 44 graduating. Their graduation rate was 89.8%. Bremen Public Schools had a graduation rate of 92.1%. Culver Community Schools had a graduation rate of 81.6%. Plymouth Community School Corporation had 269 seniors and 246 graduated, making our graduation rate 91.45%. Triton School Corporation had a graduation rate of 86.8%. And then I also looked up the two counties that really have the possibility of having a lot of Marshall County kids in there. 
The John Glenn School Corporation had 161 seniors and 153 graduated. Their graduation rate was 95.03%. And Union North United Schools had 84 seniors, 65 graduated. They had the lowest graduation rate at 77.38%. So I think they've got to work on that, but everybody else seemed to be faring very well yeah. uh, with that. So, All right, Rusty, I think we should take a commercial break because okay. I have a prize to give away. Yeah, you do. I've got a $20 Hoosier Lottery scratch-off. It's the triple red uh, scratch-off. Uh, win up to $500,000. Match any of your numbers to any of the winning numbers and win that prize. Find a red seven symbol and win prize shown instantly. Find a red double seven symbol and win double that prize. And find the red triple seven and win triple the prize shown. Ooh. So there are 30 chances to win, and it's a scratch-off. And it's a $20 scratch-off for some lucky winner today. And that's going to go to caller number six at... Nine three six four zero nine six. Caller six five seven four nine three six four zero nine six, and you will be the winner. So here we go. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since eighteen fifty one, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up. The Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Tonight the apple falls in time We'll sing along with old Lang Syne And throw confetti high up into space Tomorrow morning when we wake This town will be a different place And the past will wash away like coffee stains We could be kings of the world On top of the nation It's a celebration of the moments to come The city's on fire we're holding up lighters, raising them higher, and we've only begun. You're tuned in to What's Your Opinion on WTCA Employment. Be part of the conversation by calling 574-936-4096 or text the show at 574-307-6647. And now here's Kathy and Rusty. 
And uh, Matt is our winner. So, Matt, congratulations. Uh, you're going to be a millionaire for the new year. No, 500000 Oh, okay, sorry. That's all. Yeah, right. just 500000 I, I thought he was going to be a millionaire. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well. Yeah, sorry, Matt. And hopefully, hopefully it'll work for him. I, I don't know. We'll, well see. Matt, if you win, let us know because we like making people happy. So. Yeah. You don't have to buy us lunch. That used nope. to be a stipulation. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah one that Jim Quincy yeah, always wanted, free food. And he never would have taken it if somebody had offered it. <laughs> he just was doing it to be ornery, like yeah. Jim. Uh, anyway. True. So, Rusty, it is New Year's Eve. Um, you know, your your wife occasionally is in a band yeah, or different bands and ends up performing is, is she performing tonight no she's not performing Woo-hoo! anywhere that i know of maybe she is I don't <laughs> she didn't tell me about it if she is she didn't which, tell me yeah yeah so you know if i don't get told what to do and where to go i'm totally pointless <laughs> totally pointless uh hang on my headphones are ringing and i gotta do, go over here so hang on i'm hanging on Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Oh, no, you're not. I have to push another button. Okay, now, caller, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, well, I have a comment about this parking in the front yard ordinance. Uh, Sure. After uh, you talked about one place where there was mud between the sidewalk and the street. Well, I drove through town. I kept looking. Finally, I found it. Well, I found it on this particular street. There's no curb. So how do people know where, where to park? There's a number of places in town you see people parked in the front yard. There's no sidewalk and curb. And I drove around some of the alleys are messes. I think the city needs to look at the sidewalk and curb and the alleys also with this ordinance. It's uh, it's just not fair that the people live there. If their alleys in such a mess, they can't drive the car up the alley. And the, and the streets such a mess, they can't park in the street. No curb. I don't blame them for parking in the yard. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure where you're talking about, but, yeah, I would agree with, with what you just said. If they don't have a decent place to park. And I can show you one on North Michigan Street. Well, I, uh, uh, there are several streets. Uh, after, after listening to it, uh, I agree we need a parking ordinance. But I, I agree that the city needs to take care of these places where the people, there's no curb in front of their house, so they don't know whether... And I think we need to fix that first. Might not be a bad idea. Well, I know it costs money, but uh, I think we need to work on that. Well, thank you very much for your time, and I hope they check into that. Bye-bye. Thanks for the call. I want to make it perfectly clear that there is no, at this point, no no proposal for an ordinance. It is a discussion. Right. Um, that uh, Councilman Don Ecker wants to bring forward again. Um, so it really is to, you know, and maybe just the discussion would make people realize if it gets promoted enough through the news media that, you know, if you, I can show you one on North Michigan Street, as I said, that has a driveway in the front yard that definitely would fit two vehicles. They have a alley access 
and driveway in the backyard that would definitely fit two vehicles. And yesterday, the car was parked in the, what is that called, between the sidewalk and the curb? Median, no? The place between the sidewalk and the curb? The grass, that grassy area in there. The grassy area between (laughs) the sidewalk But the the car was parked there again yesterday. I was going to take a picture of it, but I was going the wrong direction, and then it turned, came around the block, and I was like, I'm too far away from it here. So um, th- that's the one place that I I have seen it. Um, and then I heard them talk. Uh, I heard a little bit of a discussion about another location, so I want to go check that out. Uh, you know, I think one of the locations that this caller might be talking about, like on Lake Avenue out by... Washington Elementary School. Yeah. You know, those homes along there. Well, they have a they don't gravel have, area in front. Right. They have a gravel area in front and then the sidewalk. But for the most part, I don't see them pulling up into the grass in their front yard, basically. The part that, you know, you would really consider your yard where you'd put your decorations and that kind of stuff. But they're, par- they're parked in, the, in a... A graveled parking area, I'll say. Yeah. Um, and like Brooke and Austin, they live on Moranda Drive. Um, they have a, a single driveway. I mean, it's a narrow driveway for a yeah. single car. Um, you can get two cars in there um, if you're careful and they're not too big. Right. Um, but they, he, you know, they usually have one of their vehicles parked on the street. Um, and there's no... It's the street, and then the sidewalk, and then their yard. But they don't pull up in the grass to park their second vehicle. They park it on the street. Some streets are too narrow. You can't have parking on the street, especially, like, on both sides. And so, but we do have an ordinance, I know, and we've talked about this in the past. Like, if you're changing a house from a single-family home to an apartment, complex type thing with duplex or something you have to have two off-street parking spaces for every unit and that's i mean people should have off-street parking for their homes you can create it in the backyard the alleys the city works on alleys all the time so i don't know to say that an alley isn't passable it may not be paved but i i would say you know most of the alleys, you can get down them. Yeah. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. I I have an opinion. Sure. Like a lot of people on yeah. the parking in the yard. Sure. Um, I live on North Plum Street. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a homeowner, and most of the people where I live are renters. And there are curbs on Plum. They're just small and some of them are broken up but any intelligent person knows where the street is and knows where to park the house next to me they've had as many as five cars in the front yard blocking the sidewalks Um, they dug up their front yard so they don't have to mow it's all muddy mess and there's plenty room to park in the back of the house, the alley is kept really well. The street department or county, I'm not sure who does It'd it, but the they street, put yeah. stone down and everything like that. The only reason why they can't park in back is because of the back of the 
house is full loaded with wood, toilets, and just garbage. (laughs) And, you know, for homeowners, you know, you take pride in your home and you just hate to see that in a house next door because people are just too lazy to park on the street. Right. And it's really bad for resale. You know, if a person wants to sell, which I'm going to do because I'm just tired of living next to people that don't obey the laws. So anyhow, that's just my opinion. I've been waiting for five years to get that off my chest. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. I'm glad we gave you that opportunity. I know. Me too. So thank you very much. You guys have a happy new year. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. We're in the full service here. We even yeah. provide psychological counseling. Get people get get free of those things. Well, so. and she wants to move because yeah. the what's happening in the neighborhood. Sure, the people, you know, and that's when I talked to Mayor Mark on Tuesday. I would like to see him bring back. I can't remember what it's called, but I'll say the Pride in Plymouth, and that maybe each month, uh, you know. You submit a house that shows pride in Plymouth, and and then, you know, a committee looks at it, and one house is selected, and the sign goes out front, and here's a, here's a yard sign that pride in Plymouth, this house, this this people take pride, and it, you send letters to those people who don't have pride in their home and ask them to please consider cleaning up this or taking care mm-hmm. of that and, and that kind of stuff to make it a little more, not just for them, but for their neighbors, right. the effects that it has on their neighbors. So right. um, as she said, they got parking in the back, but it's all full of junk. Uh, that's not a really a good thing. Uh, I, after the show, remind me, I've got a whole bunch of addresses that people want you to check out. So oh. you got an entire list okay. of Good. stuff. Well, I'm going to... They've given you uh, uh, some places that you can go. I, I, I'm going to be needing pictures for when this discussion, <laughs> and once again, this is only going to be a discussion in 2022 at this point of the city council. There, There has been no plan or idea that says... We're going to pass an ordinance to restrict parking in your front yard. Right. But um, they are looking at other communities that have similar ordinances so they can see what other communities are doing. And I am sure there will be some variations for holidays, the Blueberry Festival, um, and maybe the, the occasional you know, birthday party at your home for your child and You've got, you know, 17 cars in the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. But uh, we'll see where we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Well, and there are some neighborhoods that you can, well, like mine, you, there's no chance in the world. We've got off-street parking, thank goodness. for. But if I have one more kid move back into the house, one of them's going to have to put their, uh, their car on the roof when they come home because it's just not going to be a place for it. Um, Luckily, we've gotten good at backing into the driveway uh, and putting a few cars across there. But um, Yeah, the problem that I have with mine is that it's hard with everybody's schedules being so ridiculous. You've got to make sure. Katie and Dave had the same situation at their house. Uh, Katie has a car. Dave has a car. David has a car. 
they have a trail a, a small trailer that they do right. their business out of and then we were there and the one morning it's like i know oh david's got to get up and go to work little right. dave has got to get up and go to wrestling practice and i looked out and he was like i was parked behind him so i yelled out and i said here and gave him the keys i said just move my car so that he could get out right. um yeah, you we know. have to have a scheduling of where everybody parks yeah. each day because everybody's got to go here and there. But um, it's made simpler by me. I just walk anymore. Um, <laughs> That's nice. Uh, well, being where we're at, it doesn't make any sense. So, Except for you when know, you have a cold, it's not quite so good. You, know, you still got to you still got to get exercise and keep your oxygen level up, Kathy. Come on. Oh, oh okay. Do it's the oxygen level. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. Uh, okay. I haven't got anything else in here. Um, I'll give you. It's it's a couple of places that they say are good cool. examples. One of them's just down the road from you. So all right. Well, it's just going to be a discussion at this right. point. Yeah. But when I but when we promote it ahead of time, right. that the council is going to be doing this, I would love for some people to come to the meeting who are in favor and against it, right. and hear because that's how your councilman know how to react to right. to the discussion yeah. well discussions are always good yes they are until they get out of control but yeah discussions are always good and i and i would almost hope that maybe just bringing it up some people would say oh maybe maybe we need to make an adjustment here maybe yeah. we should make a change uh-huh. you know sure who knows sure all right well rusty i have covered my bases okay. for the day i don't know that i can come up with anything else i mean we might uh have a a song or something that we can finish off the show with yeah. um i what? really like the song what are you doing new year's eve <laughs> so is that is that I'm trying to think who I looked it up online and it said Ella Fitzgerald, but I was thinking it was more like the Carpenters or um, who does uh, Tony Orlando and Dawn. I thought it was somebody like that. Well, we got uh, Zoe De Chanel and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, I don't it. know them. We don't want them. I'd rather have well, Ella than that. Casey Musgraves. Uh, isn't there? There's the Orioles. I don't know them. Here's Nora Jones. Make sure we find somebody. Here's Ella Fitzgerald. Okay, let's just Make use Make sure we Ellis. find somebody. Wait, it's a song. You know what the song says? They're not going to just suddenly throw swear words into it. Well, let's they're... put Ella Fitzgerald. I'm All pretty right. sure that that one will, would be inappropriate. But um, we're going to get out of here. And we oh, hope that all the. Oh, we've you got to do your we've thing. We've got two drawings to do today. Oh, well, you got your stuff to do. But, um, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to end up earlier today okay well um i will let rusty do his thing and then i'll come back and do my wishes do this here uh, wish some people a happy birthday actually one one person with a happy birthday today uh mary may stevenson is 94 wow so uh happy birthday happy birthday to you as i reach across the room and throw my shoulder out of socket um so you're in the birthday hat and also, this is for tomorrow. Barb Holdereen is 70 tomorrow. So, happy birthday to you. You're all in the hat. I'm shaking the hat. Shaking the hat some more. 
can reaching in and grabbing. <laughs> no, we can't do that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why in a minute. Okay. Uh, Jaden Brown is our winner. So Jaden was 15, I think, a couple of days ago. I remember writing that down. But uh, you're the winner of our four cupcakes. Oh, I said he has to share these with his grandpa, remember? Oh, yep, yep. yep. So grandpa gets at least one. You may want to split them, Jaden. But four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe, also free small drink from the Coffee Lodge uh, for our birthday winner today. Uh, where's my music? Here's my music. I uh, don't have any anniversaries today, so let's just get straight to the drawing. Okay. In just a second, we are going to have a name for you of our uh, anniversary winners. 50 bucks from Deaton. You can buy a lot of champagne with 50 bucks. Actually, you might be able to buy one bottle of champagne for 50 bucks. Here, our anniversary winner, Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home, is going to give you that 50 bucks. Oh, and look at this. Yes? Ken and Jan Huyen. Oh, wow. Okay. 49 years on the 15th. So, happy anniversary wow. to you guys. And you are our winners of our anniversary. One thing in the trading post today uh, somebody's got chickens, they lay eggs. They need egg cartons, so uh, if you have uh, some egg cartons to help these folks out, they would... Uh, why won't that change? I hit that button four times for this... Me- uh, I think the machine... It has a mind of its own. Well, I think I've, I've also made the machine sick by uh, being in the same room with it. But they have chickens, they need egg cartons. 574-767-1391. That's 574 767 one three nine one. That is the trading post for today. That's all I have. Uh, make sure I don't mix up our winners. There we go. All right. Now, Rusty, I want you to you know consider maybe skipping the traditional New Year's Eve dancing on the tables. Um, you know, the little baby in a diaper oh, outfit no. that you wear. You no. know that says I'm. I gotta wear the diaper. Twenty twenty-two. I gotta wear the diaper. No, everybody expects it after fifty years of doing it. Yeah, gotta wear the diaper. I would prefer that you maybe stay home tonight and well, maybe to, sleep. I can wear the diaper at home and sleep on Saturday and sleep on Sunday so that you feel better on Monday. Well, we'll see what happens. And don't talk. Well, I haven't been talking for the next. Two and a half days, you can't talk. Um, okay. I'm, you have to carry a little board with you am, and write. No, I'm sure Maggie's just fine with the not talking. <laughs> and she doesn't really want to see the board either. So, you know, she'll she'll be in heaven. You she'll just, just put her hand up yeah. when you start, like, mm, uh, don't say a word. You've just given her a Christmas present <laughs> so that she'll be very pleased with. But anyway. Well, I want to wish everybody uh, a happy new year. Hopefully... 2022 will bring brighter and better things uh, to Plymouth and Marshall County and get rid of the pandemic and make people happy and healthy. That would be nice. Yes. So everybody, please be careful. If you are going out tonight to celebrate, uh, please make sure you have a designated driver or you have made arrangements I would suggest you go to Swan Lake and get a room. You can party out there all night long, oh, yeah. get a room, and then even have breakfast in the morning. There you go. So, uh, you know, just be careful. 
Yep. It's a dangerous evening. Absolutely. Okay. I'm done. Ready to hit it? I'm done. Let's hit it. All right. When the bells all ring and the horns all blow And the couples we know are fondly kissing Will I be with you or will I be among the missing? Maybe it's much too early in the game Just the same What are you doing New Year's New Year's Eve Wonder whose arms Will hold you good and tight When it's exactly Twelve o'clock that night Welcoming in the Listening to FM 106.1 and AM 1050, WTCA, Plymouth. One, two, three, up! Uh. 